Hey, what's up, guys? It's Justin here at WWE Mentality, your favorite podcast about the WWE. My co-host today was my co-host from the other day. My son Austin is here. Can you say hey, Austin? Hello. All right, Austin's going to be joining me today to recap Raw and SmackDown of this week and to also talk about some things that are going on behind the scenes. So, Austin... Monday Night Raw took place in Lexington, Kentucky. And you remember who who's from Lexington? Do you remember? Ernest. Ernest P. Worrell. That's right. Also known as Jim Barney. And they also were live from the University of Kentucky, the Wildcats. Do we like the Wildcats? No. Who's your favorite? Carolina, that's right. <laughs> little coaching there on my part. But anyway, let's jump right in. Monday Night Raw kicked off with a moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss announcing the men's, the Raw men's money in the bank participants. So in past years, it's always been like six participants. This year, it's eight. Eight. Four from Raw and four from SmackDown. So here is who Miss Bliss announced from Monday Night Raw as part of the Money in the Bank ladder match, which is taking place on May 19th. Okay? You ready for this, Austin? Right. Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin. Those are the four coming from Raw to be part of the Money in the Bank ladder match. Now, I would say the favorite coming out of that match, see, Braun Strowman won it last year. Okay? I would, uh, it's, it's safe to say that he might be the favorite coming out of that four to vie for a, a good chance at winning the Money in the Bank ladder match coming up in on May 19th. But a lot of people would argue that Drew McIntyre might win. How do you feel about that, Austin? I'm good. Good? You, th- you think that Drew McIntyre would beat Braun Strowman? Yeah. What if Ricochet came out of nowhere, just fresh out of NXT, and won the Money in the Bank ladder match? What do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there you are. The four participants from Raw for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin. Uh, probably the most hated of all of them is Baron. Uh, he's not exactly the most popular for you know his retiring of Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. But you know what? The show must go on. And I'll be talking about something that Kurt Angle's doing a little bit later. But those are your four. Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin. Now, the Usos have made that jump from SmackDown over to Monday Night Raw. And they had a little uh, thing that they did at the beginning of their match before they had their match with uh, Gallows and Anderson uh, where they were mocking the Revival. They saw something, the Revival, they were shaving. One of them was shaving the other's back in the shower or something like that. And they were laughing and carrying on and picking on them some kind of bat and got chased out of the bathroom. I don't know what was going on there exactly, but they had a match, the Usos, with Gallows and Anderson. Now, a lot of people feel like Gallows and Anderson are going to they are going to elect to not re-sign with WWE at the end of their contract. It's likely so, because I feel like they've been underutilized. I think they're a great tag team. I feel like they have been misused. They were tag team champions one time for a very short period of time, and they've been overlooked. I mean, let's think about it. They showed up on the scene about the same time AJ Styles did. Okay, AJ Styles has been doing great things. Them, not so much, but they're a great tag team. Why they've been underutilized is beyond me, but there's reasons for all this. That's why I'm not part of WWE Creative. So let's continue on. The Miz 
had a Miz TV, the first one he's done on Monday Night Raw in a very long time, and his first guest was Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley was definitely not a big fan of being out there, and because of that, he decided he was going to disrespect The Miz on his own show by taking shots at him for losing to Shane at WrestleMania and also taking shots at his dad. So you know how The Miz responded? You know how he was how he responded, Austin? Yeah. How did he what did he do? What did The Miz do to Bobby Lashley? Um He beat him up. He did. He went after him, and then next thing you know, here comes, um, they decide they're going to make a match of The Miz and Bobby Lashley, and then, after it was all said and done, Shane McMahon attacked The Miz. Now, Shane McMahon's been playing uh, on both sides here lately, Raw and SmackDown, but we'll talk about his role in SmackDown a little bit later. With all that being said, The Miz and Shane McMahon, they now have a cage match at Money in the Bank pay-per-view, Austin. Are you ready for that cage match? You are? You think it's going to be a good match? Yes. Okay. Well, I do too. I'm, that's something I'm really looking forward to. Probably the most forwarded looking match or looking whatever, however you say it properly. That's the match I'm looking forward to the most at Money in the Bank ladder match. Other than the two men's and women's Money in the Bank uh, matches themselves. That's the other match I'm looking forward to the most. So the NXT Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, they beat up on the Lucha House Party again. whoop de doo what is this? What 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 kind of angle are they working with them? Still up in the air. Still not sure. Now Alexa Bliss then announced the Raw Women's Money in the Bank participants on another episode of A Moment of Bliss. Those participants are Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, and a moment of bliss herself, Alexa Bliss. So they were all out there kind of talking about, we're going to win, I'm going to win, Natalia's going to win, oh, I feel like I'm going to win. I want to see Dana Brooke win personally because she's my favorite WWE lady superstar. But there was a little trash talk there when Alexa Bliss said, I'm going to win the Money in the Bank ladder match, or she entered herself or whatever. And then Naomi was like, you know, you, uh, you ain't going to win, blah, blah, blah. So she was like, I'll beat you right now. And what happens? They go out in the ring and Alexa Bliss is like, I don't have the right shoes for this. So out there, Alexa Bliss's shoes fell off or something halfway through the match. And then Naomi pins her and beats her. I mean, that's all over, you know? But there, there's going to be something going on there, I'm willing to bet. They're going to have another match probably on next, month, next Monday night on Raw. So we'll see what happens there. But those are your four women from the Raw realm of things. You have Natalia. Dana Brooke, and you also have Naomi and Alexa Bliss. We'll talk about the women's coming up in just a little bit, but let's see here. Bray Wyatt revealed the word of the day on a Firefly Funhouse. Now, this new Firefly Funhouse thing. We're so glad that you're my friend. You remember that thing, Austin, on, on Raw with Bray Wyatt? It was definitely something that was kind of creepy, wasn't it? The word of the day was sociopath. And this is where things just get really, really, really weird. Because, I mean, the little Abby the Abby the Witch came out and everything like that. And it's like, the heck is all this stuff? It was really, really weird. And so. The, and the dinosaur. And the dinosaur? Uh -huh. 
Yeah, you, you thought he was kind of creepy too, didn't you, Austin? Yeah, he was like creepy stuff. He was like well, what? Like, like he had white and red on it on him. White and red? Yes. Yeah, he was definitely a creepy looking looking character, wasn't he? And they had the desk bunny or whatever they called him. But anyway. Well, I, I like bunnies. Well, that bunny was creepy too. You like bunnies, but that bunny was creepy, huh? Uh-huh, and also he had lots of, and he had eyes on it, and then, and then, and, but that was a puppet. That uh, was a puppet. Okay, <laughs> I gotcha. So what's going to take place for all that? I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. I'm going to let that unfold just the way they want it to, just so I can see. I'm not going to try to guess because I'm just enjoying it for what it is. Uh, yeah, as I said, Naomi defeated Alexa Bliss. Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch had a little encounter with Lacey Evans last night. Or Lacey said she was tired of talking and they just basically attacked each other. I am on the Lacey Evans train. I think Lacey Evans is great. What do you think about that, Austin? Yes. You like Lacey Evans? Yes. You do? Well, Lacey Evans definitely came after Becky Lynch the other night and it, they had to get all the different individuals from security and the referees to pull them apart and yappa yappa yappa. They do this stuff all the time. Kind of run-of-the-mill stuff for me. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Champions Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins beat The Revival in a regular non-championship match. And Sami Zayn, he came out and he's, uh, he actually gauged a little bit more of a response from the crowd this time because he talked about how he denied a five-year-old boy an autograph at an airport and how he didn't care that he did it and that he upset him. And that really upset a lot of people. And me, thinking about you, Austin, you're my son and you're four. If you had gone into a WWE superstar and asked for an autograph and he turned you away and said, absolutely not, daddy would want to go over there and whip his tail. And daddy would probably go over there and be like, you've got a lot of nerve. You want to turn away a little five, four-year-old boy? And guess what? What? I, I'm not turning over to Lando because he's been a bad guy for the whole week. Kurt Angle's been a bad guy for the whole week. Well, I don't know about that, but we're going to talk about Kurt Angle in a little bit, buddy. Um, so, yeah, he's he's actually starting to gain a little bit of negativity from the WWE Universe as far as the response that he's looking for. He's starting to get it. So, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm 100% off the Sami Zayn train. I'm about to fall off if he better do something different and quick because I'm about to fall off that Sami Zayn train. I don't know that it's going anywhere. It might be going nowhere fast. But I'm hanging on right now because he gauged my interest again this past Monday night on Raw. Rey Mysterio beat Samoa Joe in a real quick roll-up. That was kind of out of nowhere. Uh, what's going to happen with Samoa Joe in the United States Championship? Is Rey Mysterio going to get a championship shot? I thought that after WrestleMania, Braun Strowman was going to get a championship shot because they had Braun during an open challenge or something come out there and attack um, Samoa Joe. What happened to that feud? Braun stayed on Monday Night Raw, which I think is a horrible idea. I don't think he should have stayed on Raw, period. He should have gone to SmackDown with Samoa Joe because the Smack the, the Raw card is stacked. It's so stacked now. But you know what? There's a reason why they're doing all this stuff, and we'll just have to wait for it all to unfold all the way up to SummerSlam and see what's going on. But we got to get through Money in the Bank pay-per-view first. So we'll see what happens with the championship with Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. And then to end things up, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles signed their Universal Championship match contract on Monday Night Raw. Uh, as my buddy Jamie Wentz speculated over at Bump the Mat, uh, Jamie Wentz said something like he felt AJ Styles was going to be the one to kind of take the heel angle here. 
And he was right, because AJ Styles attacked Seth Rollins after they did a little smack talk prior to signing the contract. And then he hit, a, hit him with a phenomenal forearm after they got in a little spat. Phenomenal forearm, Seth Rollins through the table. Then he got up, played his music, he did his whole thing, and put his hands together. It says AJ Styles on his gloves, and do it, Austin. Can you do it for me? Perfect, just like that. And uh, so, yeah, he's kind of playing the heel angle here now. What's going to spill out from that? We will find out on the next enthralling episode of Monday Night Raw. But for right now, we're going to take us a quick break. I'll be back in just a second with a wrap-up of SmackDown Live last night from Columbus, Ohio. Hey there, I'm Justin, the host of your favorite wrestling podcast, WWE Mentality. And have you ever thought about starting your very own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? The answer to this question and every question is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's why I'm doing this right now by reading this ad. Anchor has been super easy for me to use ever since I downloaded it just a few weeks ago, and I'm very, very glad that I did so because it's enabled me to be able to start talking about something that I love, which is wrestling. So if you want to start a podcast and get and make money at it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome back, everybody. It's Justin here at WWE Mentality. We just got finished recapping Monday Night Raw from Lexington, Kentucky. Now we're going to recap SmackDown. I got my my son Austin here. He's being my little co-host. You ready to do this, Austin? Yeah! All righty then. Let's run down what happened last night at SmackDown. They were live from Columbus, Ohio, which is the Ohio State University. What? The New Day, and then Tevin Owens came out, and then Tevin Owens attacked Kofi Kingston. Okay, well, you're right, Austin. They started off the show with Kofi Kingston being interviewed and how next to his son, his kids being born and marrying his wife, that him winning the WWE SmackDown Championship is the greatest thing to ever happen to him. With all of that being said, here comes, he talks about how Kevin Owens attacked him and how it kind of caught him off guard but let's be real here for a second Austin Kevin Owens has always been a bad guy how did that catch him off guard Kevin Owens got slithered into the new day while Big E's out on the in, out with an injury like a snake and then he turns around and he attacks well, after he got himself in there attacks Kofi Kingston we all kind of knew that was coming okay we all kind of knew that was coming but a lot of people he was saying that he did not expect it so, with all that being said, here comes, here comes Kevin Owens. They start talking a little smack back and forth to each other. And then Xavier Woods comes out and attacks Kevin Owens. What the heck? Well, Kevin Owens super kicks Kobe King, or 
Xavier Woods. Okay, here comes Kobe Kingston to help his buddy. And Kevin Owens takes off backstage, but there's more to come with that coming up. Okay. So last night also, Becky Lynch and Bailey had a match. I wanted Bailey to win. And I'll talk more about Bailey in a little bit. But Becky Lynch defeated Bailey in a one-on-one -on -one match. And then as soon as the match was over, guess what happened, Austin? Charlotte Flair came out and attacked both of them. What? I know. Charlotte Flair came out and just attacked Becky Lynch and Bailey after that match was over. I really wanted Bailey to win. There was a moment in the match where I thought Becky Lynch had injured her knee or, you know, played like she injured her knee or whatever you want to call it, and it was going to give Bailey the upper hand. But Bailey is vying for victory coming up at Money in the Bank ladder match because she is a participant in the women's side of the SmackDown world of the Money in the Bank ladder match. Okay, so all that being said, the Hardy Boys addressed their future as SmackDown Tag Champions before Lars Sullivan attacked them. Now, the Hardy Boys, Jeff Hardy's hurt. He has to have surgery. They had to surrender their tag team titles last night for SmackDown. They won it a few weeks ago. So they surrendered their titles, and then out comes Lars Sullivan. Now, what's he doing? He is the, the SmackDown equivalent of Braun Strowman. Now, what, how, what's going to happen with him is still up in the air. Where are we going to see him land doing what in the near future? Is he going to have a match with Matt Hardy now because he attacked Matt and Jeff? Because this is the second time he's attacked them. I'm willing to bet that he and Matt Hardy are going to have a match at Money in the Bank pay-per-view. But that's been yet to be announced. So we'll figure that out in the near future. Uh, Kyrie Zane and Asuka defeated a few local competitors. And backstage, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville were watching on, and they're thinking to themselves, what the heck's going on here? I mean, and, you've got all these different... after Mandy Rose came out, sometimes Jinder Mahal. Oh, well, that was, that was last week with Jinder Mahal. Okay, with Mandy Rose and Jinder Mahal came out. That was last week. But good memory. Way to remember that. That was a good job. But they defeated a few local competitors. We're going to see if the Iconics will allow them to have a title shot or not. I don't know. Kyrie Sane and Oscar are picking up some momentum here. All right. Roman Reigns got placed in a surprising matchup last night. He came out, talked about how his intentions weren't to hit. He wanted to make a big hit in SmackDown, and it wasn't his intention to really hit Vince McMahon, but that's just kind of how it happened. Talked about that. Talked about how Elias is, they're kind of weaseling him and Shane McMahon. Well, Shane came out and was like, you know what? You and Elias have a match at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, but I'm going to make you a match tonight since you're out there acting all big and brody. I got you a match against these guys right here. And you know who came out? The B-Team. The B-Team. Remember the B-Team from Raw? From Monday Night Raw? Yes. The B-Team came out and he said, this is going to be a handicap match with you against the B-Team. And you know who, there was like a special guest referee because Roman's like, how are you going to stack the deck against me? Are you going to make me tie my hand behind my back? What are you going to do? And he's like, what's well, funny you say that? He said, uh, here's a special guest referee. And it was Elias. But you know what? Roman Reigns still, still won the match. He beat Elias. Uh, that was against him. And he beat the B team. So, yes, I know Roman Reigns because I'm on Roman Reigns to win that match. You wanted Roman Reigns to win that match? Yes. Well, yeah, so with that being said, he did win that match, Austin. He beat Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas, both part of the B team, and he also did not allow Elias to dictate the outcome, but so much. So, let's continue on. So the four SmackDown men that are going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match... After were announced last after, night too. After 
gun daddy can we watch this that Randy Orton beat up him yeah we can watch that you know who him is that is Mustafa Ali because Randy Orton, Mustafa Ali, Finn Balor, and Andrade are the are the participants for the SmackDown side of the Men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Okay, those are the four men that are going to be in the match along with Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and who was the other one from Monday Night Raw that I'm forgetting right now? I can't think of him right now. But anyway, those are all Ricochet. Those are all going to be part of the Money in the Bank ladder match. So they had a two-on-two match last night. Finn Balor and Mustafa Ali beat Randy Orton and Andrade to help secure themselves a better spot and maybe some better uh, angles and momentum going into the Money in the Bank ladder match on May 19th uh, coming up on the WWE Network. So to end the night... Kevin Owens sat down in a chair, was waiting, and kind of picked on Kofi Kingston a little bit. He's like, I want to get Big E and Xavier Woods to come out here. And he knew that they weren't going to come out, so he had action figures, just like what you have right here in front of you. He had action figures that he set in the chair, Austin. And he talked to them and picked on them and whatnot and kind of had an angle going that direction. Next thing you know, Kofi Kingston is like, I've had enough of this, comes out, charges the ring, and he and Kevin Owens... Duke it out and slug it out right there in the middle of the ring to end the show. And that's how it all went down last night on SmackDown Live, Austin. Okay, but you know what I haven't told you yet? I've not told you about the women that are in the Money in the Bank ladder match. The women that are in the Money in the Bank ladder match from SmackDown are Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. And somebody else? Nope, those are the only four. There's nobody else in the match other than those four going along with Dana Brooke, Natalia, Naomi, and Alexa Bliss. Those eight women are competing for the Money in the Bank contract in the Money in the Bank ladder match on May 19th. So that is going to be something that we got to keep our eye on, Austin. What's going to happen in the coming weeks, we'll see. But let's go backstage real quick, okay? Something I've, I've noticed this morning was Dean Ambrose, He when he was an independent wrestler, his name was John Moxley, and a... A new, a new video has come out with Dean Ambrose as John, back at his alter ego, John Moxley, from a long time ago. And what is he doing? Is he going to, to me, it looked like he was getting ready to be an MMA or something like that. Like he's getting himself right to be an MMA fighter. But there's some speculation that he might be joining the IEW or the AEW wrestling group that just formed in Jacksonville, Florida, because some die, some dice, like rolling dice, appeared. In the video, that's with the numbers two and five shown on there. And May 25th, they're having their first first pay-per-view called Double or Nothing. Okay, so we'll see if that's what happens. If he reappears in uh, All Elite Wrestling as John Moxley. Now, Brock Lesnar is reportedly retired from mixed martial arts. According to what I was reading this morning, he is no longer in the... UFC world or mixed martial arts so you're going to see more of him probably in the WWE ring and Kurt Angle guess what he's doing now that he's not wrestling anymore he ended his in-ring career now he is a producer behind the scenes with WWE he made a statement the other day talking about how he was better fit to help with some creative to also help some of the wrestlers with their in-ring capabilities that he felt like that was where he was best fit so he extended his contract with WWE to work backstage um 
So the new pay-per-view, there's a new pay-per-view that's been created. So you've got the Saudi Arabia event, which doesn't really have a name coming up on June 7th. And right after that was supposed to be WWE Backlash. Okay? They canceled the name Backlash, and they are now calling it the pay-per-view Stomping Grounds, and it's going to take place on June 23rd. Also, Luke Harper, Luke Harper, Luke Harper, <laughs> his contract, you know, he, was, he asked for a release last week from WWE. He asked for his release, but guess what? He got denied. You know why he got denied? Because they said while he was out of action, they that was part of his contract before was if he's injured, that it extends his contract going out. So he's still going to be part of the WWE until the year 2020. Okay, now what does that mean for Luke Harper? Is he going to get back in the ring and do something? I mean, what does it mean? Is he just going to be part of house shows? Are they going to create a storyline for him? I'm really confused. So we'll see what happens with Luke Harper's contract release being denied and see what kind of storyline. Because they were talking about putting him in a storyline with Sami Zayn, but that plan got nixed a few days ago. So we'll see what happens with Luke Harper coming up in the near future. However, I will say this. Daniel Bryan is still injured. Where is he? I haven't heard any reports about him. Is he... Is he out? Is he hurt that bad? What is what is wrong with Daniel Bryan? Because after every match, now if you remember the terms of his new contract with WWE was after every match he had to have an examination done on his head to make for concussion protocol to make sure that he didn't further injure himself from what he had put him out and retired him before. So what's going on with him? We've got to figure this out. I hopefully I'll find something out later on this week. What's going on with Daniel Bryan and his status and getting back in the ring? We've got to know these things. And last but not least, the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view coming up on June 7th. Guess who is going to be there, Austin? Who? Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and The Undertaker. <laughs> Undertaker! Yeah, you like The Undertaker, don't you? Yeah. You love The Undertaker. He's one of your favorites, isn't he? Yeah. So Goldberg, Lesnar, and The Undertaker being advertised for Saudi Arabia on June 7th. That's awesome. Get to see them back in the ring. Goldberg hasn't been around since WrestleMania 33. Let's see where this goes, Austin. I'm really excited for this. So that's going to come. That's my recap, the long and short of it all, for Monday Night Raw from April 29th, SmackDown Live from April 30th. Just wanted to recap it all. Austin, I can tell you're getting sleepy. You ready for a nap? Not yet, but you're getting sleepy. I can look at you and tell. So I think I'm going to take a nap, too, because I'm kind of tired. We've been going all day. That's going to do things for us. Uh, don't forget my buddy Jamie Wentz, or JR is what I like to call him. My buddy JR over at Bump the Mat. He's likely going to be doing his recap sometime really, really soon in regards to what's happened and the action that's taking place on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown this week. He always has a good take on things, good viewpoints, and he's very knowledgeable about this. Bump the Mat. Take a listen to him over on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, all the other different platforms that our podcasts are being presented on. Also, check out obxtoday.com. obxtoday.com is your hub for all things Outer Banks related. And check out the multimedia section. That's where you can find me over there as well. obxtoday.com. Uh, tomorrow, I believe we're going to do a special edition, Jamie and I, JR from Bump the Mat. We're going to do a special edition tomorrow 
uh, from a local joint here called Jack Brown's Beer and Burger Joint in Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina. Uh, we have yet to do a podcast together. I believe we're going to use WWE Mentality, my podcast, to do ours. And we're just going to talk to each other about what we like about wrestling, who his favorite is, who my favorite is. Just different things to help get to know one another a little bit better and to help you understand why we are the way we are. <laughs> but that's going to do it for us, Austin. Everybody keep slamming, and we'll check you out on the next episode of WWE Mentality. I'm going to watch that now. All right, we can watch it now.